Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, friends? You guys looking for some kick-ass local clothing? Well, let us tell you about our friends at Soda Stick. Go to their website at sodastick.com and hell... If you find something you like, there's no way you won't. Just enter the code 10KTAKES at checkout to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. I mean, we're talking about the same exact company that partners with McGolden Light. I wish we could say that about our freaking company. Once again, it's SodaStick, S-O-T-A-S-T-I-C-K.com, and use the promo code 10KTAKES, that's 10KTAKES, to get free shipping anywhere in the U.S. On this episode of It's a Bit, we got our good friend, Donna Corby, from Mirror Fighting. He's a journalist for UFC and boxing, good friend from Dublin, Ireland. So he's going to join us on the show. We're also going to give you guys our bits of the week and finish all that off with canceling things that we don't like. All that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever, first name greatest. All right, everyone, welcome back to It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes. I am your host, Boss Man, joined by Wags and JJ. We have some boxes around the studio. We're starting to pack things up. Um, our time here in our, our nice little downtown studio in Prior Lake is, is coming to a close. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Bittersweet, right, guys? Yep. Bittersweet. Uh, this place is pretty shitty, but we have made a lot of pretty awesome memories in here. Probably a lot of shit on, stained on this floor and couches and stuff from food or whatever it may be but you know what we're gonna leave a legacy in in here in some way if some stuff stays in your permit well and, and upon surveying the room most of the stains and the messes were pretty much left by one person we don't even have to name that person no, but it's shouldn't. just one person. well and the stains and stuff aren't even the biggest concern i would say the biggest concern are all the holes in the wall from shit we either hung up or attempted to hung up but gave up on uh, I'm looking around right now, and there's quite a bit of damage on the wall. So I'm I'm pretty interested to see, not if we actually get our security deposit back, because I know that's not going to happen, but how much of it we get back. We should almost we should almost do an over under and like actually bet on on uh, how much of the security deposit we get back. Put it on better edge. They just see a yes. random opening. How much is the 10k? How much of their we, security? We, we deposit can we can send you get. pictures. Like we'll yes. make it fair. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, fair odds right now. I'm at the top of my head. Side, 25 percent. You think? Yeah. Like, that's well, because fair. they always take. They always keep about half of it because they're like, well, we had to repaint the walls and, and like clean the floors, which this is literally like a the size of a fucking walk-in closet. So I, I don't know what floor cleaning prices would be. But, you know, they always give you those stupid expenses when you move out of a place. But uh, if we are unable to fix the holes in the walls to their liking, that one could add up. So, um, yeah, I, I like 25% as an over-under, 25.5%. So that you need that point five. You need the yeah, point five so that no, so that no one can actually tie because ties are for uh, bitches that Losers. play soccer. Yeah, yeah just yes. that reminds me of watching Ted Lasso. He's like, yeah, ties a lot like kissing your sister, which I'm realizing is an American term by the way you're all looking at me. Yep, <laughs> exactly. 
term no. used heavily in the South. But uh, thank you all once again for listening to It's a Bit. Just some important stuff that we got coming up. Um, we had our two-year celebration on Saturday, September 4th. It was two years since we started the company. And since, by the way, you know, like, w- what are your guys' uh, opinions on, on how we're doing after two years of being around? I mean, no comment. I mean, actually, you know, my, I'm pretty upset. We suck. Um, we, we're always doing pretty poorly, and uh, we can step it up. Yeah, we're not yeah. even ESPN yet. Yeah, and I plead the fifth. Yeah, there we go. No, but honestly, pretty incredible. I mean, (laughs) 20-some bloggers. We're putting out multiple blogs a day. You know, five podcasts in the network. We've been mentioned on SportsCenter, ESPN, Barstool, um, you know, all the other big ones. Yeah, we have a show on KFan now. Uh, Thick Boy Summer dropped. We did a couple cup snakes. We brought on a lot of awesome people. So seriously, thank you guys so much for, for all the love and support over the last two years. And to show our appreciation, we are throwing a party at the Loon Cafe in St. Paul on Saturday, September 25th. Once again, that's Saturday, September 25th at the Loon Cafe in St. Paul, which is one that people don't know exists. But we've been there before, and it's a pretty fucking yes. nice place, believe mm-hmm. it or not. I was going to say there's probably some people listening like, where? Like, or But no, because people always forget about it. But it's a badass place. It's bigger than the one in Minneapolis. has a cool outdoor space, so that's why we're going to host it there because I think we're going to – I think there's like a stage out there. You might do some live stuff out there. It's going to be a good time. And if you're going to come, please come. Bring as many people as you want. Um, but please also bring your mother. So our very own JJ over here has someone to Doesn't talk to. Doesn't have to go home alone. On. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get over. I, it I mean, point. I mean, if there's a few drinks in me, we, I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll talk. We'll we'll talk. I'll I'll have a I will intelligent conversation with your mothers. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. I'd like to talk to all people. But seriously, bring all your friends and family. It's gonna be a super fun time. We're just gonna celebrate. Having fun and doing shit in Minnesota because, you know what, the sports teams uh, don't give us enough to be happy about, so we're going to try to create happiness out of that nothing. And you'll also definitely see a drunk J.J. boss man in wigs there. I'm, sh- I'm It's not official yet, but I'm sure we'll have some sort of It's a Bit episode or some, some, some sort entertainment of yeah. thing. So, yeah, we're excited to see all of your beautiful faces, and thank you so much for supporting us and for listening to our programs. Yeah, 7 p.m. Saturday, September 25th at the Loon Cafe in St. Paul. That event will go until the legal time a bar is allowed to be open, which is 2 in the morning. So. But then it'll go to our legal time, which is 6 a.m. To Jake's house afterwards. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, why not? Yeah, we'll all the moms. Yeah, absolutely. All the moms. Also, just wanted to remind you guys that we do still have a limited number of spots available for the 10K Invitational, our golf tournament. Pay 110 bucks per player, four-man team, handicap scramble. Your 110 includes range, cart, 18 holes, it includes a Waggle custom 10K hat, a sleeve of tailor-made custom 10K logo balls. There's dinner after. There's whole games, prizes. Our sponsors got a lot of fun stuff. And all the money goes to Carly and Jason Zucker's Give 16, which benefits the Masonic Children's Hospital the University of Minnesota. So we're going to get trashed on a weekday, have a lot of fun. Uh, the silent auction, by the way, is fire. Like to all the Thank you to all the businesses who have donated to it. But this silent auction does include prizes up to... Wild tickets, four club-level wild tickets with parking pass, and two lower-level tickets to the Vikings-Brown games thanks to K-Fans. So there's a lot to like show up for. And also, Jake, was before he shaved, he was offering his famous mustache rides. Is that still on the table or no? Uh, yeah. Well, by then, I, I bet you, for surprisingly, <laughs> um, you know, I couldn't say this even a couple years ago. My beard does grow bra- back fairly quickly. So maybe I'll have the handlebar mustache by then. Oh, yeah. We did agree drunkenly at the State Fair on Friday that we're all going to do handlebars. Are you guys still uh, in? Well, oh. you 
Well, I, starting I pro- now, I probably could do it. I did. I probably should have did it, but like no joke. When I shaved today, I actually like did like a practice handlebar to see if I could do it. Looking good, and it looked okay. Yeah. And I just wanted to see if I could actually shave it correctly too. So I'm like, okay, in, in, a, in a few weeks, I think I should have enough hair, maybe, and I'll do the handlebar. Okay, we all need to have handlebars for the yeah. two year. Next right? time, yeah. yes. Out. Okay, we'll do handlebars for two year, and then the next day, actually, it's gonna have to be the day before because we're gonna be hungover. But we're gonna do a loud thunder, heavy rain music video remix where we're wearing oversized cowboy hats and mm-hmm. chewing a lot of tobacco. I just cannot oh, yeah. even like whenever you say the title of it, I just think of Bubba, you know, loud thunder, heavy rain, yep. just saying it's it at the top games. of his. Yes, and he'll unfortunately probably be at the uh, two-year party <laughs> because he's still our friend and was a part of it. So, and uh, and fuck you. And just a reminder that there's a radio edition of It's a Bit that's live every Tuesday at two p.m. on Saturday. K-Fan. Sorry, Saturday K Fan Plus ninety six point ninety seven point six ninety six point seven ninety six point seven or kfn.com. I just use the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, hey, but close. Hey, but close. If you know that reference, you deserve you deserve a gold star. Yes. Hey, from us. Hey, close. <laughs> Fourth down and nine. Also, just as some exciting news, uh, look around our socials on Thursday because we're dropping another song on Thursday. And we're not going to tell you what it's about, but the timing is pretty impeccable, so you can put two and two together. Yes. We did it. If you listen to our live KFN shows at the State Fair, we did hint at what it was about, so mm-hmm. shout out to that. Yep. So if you want to go listen back to our live KFN shows, go back in time and, and come up. The cake show. What date was that even? Cake that was shop. last Sunday, which was August twenty ninth. Yeah, you can. That, yeah. That's podcast. So we'll go find that. Yeah, yeah. With, yeah. with Justin the Guard. The cake show on nine twenty nine. But anyways, uh, let's get into the show. We have our bit of the week, kind of our signature joke or situation. Uh, Wags, why don't you start with your bit this week? My bit this week is going to be the drunk people at the state fair bit. Now, obviously, all of us here have been to the state fair and we've experienced this in many different ways. But we were actually Friday night in the K fan booth. And wow, that, that's right next to the grandstand. There's a lot of action going along right outside that KFN booth. And were there plenty of drunk people there to interrupt the act, interrupt the action? First of all, one, why do we just have a mic already set up and ready to go? Like with like we should have waited needed. until the last segment for that. Yeah, that, that was kind of a, a, a you know shooting ourselves in the foot, the plexigo burst bit. In the first six minutes of our show, we had five people come up and start talking into that mic. Obviously, most of them were blitzed. I think Mexican... Er, Edson sent up this one Mexican girl. I was, was yeah. going to call him Mexa, Me- Mexican or whatever. But, Edson uh, is literally from Mexico, yes, so it's yes. not racist. No, yeah. no, no. But uh, he's, We're getting canceled <laughs> later. <laughs> but he set up this girl, and she's like, I just got to say, are you Kirk Cousins? And then, God bless Kirk Cousins, and all this random shit. And in the first five minutes, we're live on the air. Well, she's like, is Kirk Cousins here? And we weren't planning on doing that to the third seg- segment so i'm like no he's in the back he's, he's coming out later but we said he was in the back like chugging milk still yeah. from the two dollar all you can yep. drink milk stand no, so that so, I, so that happens and two minutes later i look at my phone and i have a text from Edson. i open it up and then it says hey someone said a stranger said god bless Kirk cousins to jake that means he has to take a shot right that's not how it works. I was like, actually. what is going on right now? We're on nope. K-Fan. I cannot worry about this right well, now. Well, our friends were kind of drunk in front, too, and that just added to the fire, but it was all fun time, though. Right. It's and, all for fun. Well, and, and, and the one guy that was really... So there was the one guy that was really drunk who asked where the bathroom was, but then the funny one was, like, one of the kids who was working at the Sweet Martha stand comes up, and he's like... You guys want to be sponsored by, or do you guys want to give a shout out to Sweet Martha's? I'm like, only if you're giving us fucking cookies, buddy. Yeah. No free ads here at KFAN. And they never brought us the fucking cookies. Yeah, so, I you was know what? Pissed. Hey, even though we do know the nephew of the owner 
of, uh, oh, of yeah, Sweet Martha's cookies. Rosini, shout out. Yeah. We are actually currently going to boycott them until we get a free bucket of cookies. So right. I think that's how right. 10K is operating. I mean, they, they stopped our show. I mean, five seconds of our show should be worth a bucket of those cookies at a bare minimum, maybe maybe with some cash uh, duct tape to the bottom of the lid like we're trading drugs. Mm-hmm. And we but, only said nice things about mm-hmm. the cookies. Yes. Right. Right. It's like we could have said very terrible things about the cookies. Get a trash that like shit. Like they are overrated. Okay. Like we didn't get anything for it. So right, we we're going to boycott it until next year's state fair when I, until I walk by and I These cookies it are hard as tits. <laughs> Dad, whose tits you been grabbing the, are that hard? That's what I want to know. Fuck you. Fuck you. Tourette's guy. Fuck salt. He's like, I cheap skated out in your mother's uh, surgery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jake, what do you got is your bit of the week? Well, this actually is just continues with their buddy Edson, actually, technically where I kind of get this from, but it's the person who knows everyone bit. We all kind of know that person no matter where they go. It doesn't matter how far away from home you are or whatever. They always seem to find somebody or run into people they know. And it's not only one person. It's almost like a dozen people. So our buddy Edson, who we just mentioned, uh, is one of our good friends. He, I would say he's a brand ambassador. He's been kind of a day one fan. And he, uh, we were at the fair on Saturday or Friday. Probably every hour he ran into two people he knew. And he's like, I don't know a lot of people. I mean, there, like, there, the were, fuck, there were people coming up to us a lot, like taking pictures and saying hi. But he knew these people personally. Yeah. Like, these people were people in his network. Which yeah. is impressive. Ed- Edson was spotted by more people. Oh, Edson. Than yeah. 10,000 takes yes. was. Yes. I was going to say that, which I'm fine with. He's a likable guy, but he was like denying it. These people tend to deny it. That they, I don't know a lot of people. It's like, dude, I remember like the last half hour, an hour, we were at like the Coasters bar down there. And I think he ran into like three different sets of people that knew him that didn't even really know each other. And after I was kind of giving him shit all day, all people, you've known people all, all day. He's like, no, I haven't. Literally three different sets of people come up to him. Edson, what's going on? Oh my gosh. Hey. And like, believe it or not, I shit you not. We go to like the new Brighton Cowboy Jacks that night for like an hour or two afterwards. He's like, I think I know those two bartenders back there. Sure enough, uh, and, he did. And he's not even he's not even kidding. Like you can believe oh. them that he does because no. he literally knows everybody. No, he and and th- this this goes because goes out to all those people out there because there are multiple people like this that we know that just know everybody, everybody, everywhere. It's just it's just how they are. It's not a bad thing, but it's like, dude, what? Everybody, the hell? everything, everywhere, everybody. Yes, it's a song. We're making it. It's a rap. We're making all right. it. But that's that's so the it's bit. Not how it's at. That's literally how our creativity happens. It's out of the blue mm-hmm. and a lot of ADHD in one yep. room. But, um, yeah, okay, my bit of the week is the windows down bit. Super simple, but now that it's cooling off again in Minnesota, we can drive with our windows down. Uh, we can open up the windows in our house and get kind of that natural wind and a waft of cigarettes if you live at the apartment I do because, I don't know, there's a huge abundance of smokers that have moved you, you in. You know what I saw there last time I was there? They start bringing chairs and yes, shit out they, there. they sit out there in the parking lot and they just smoke Chain darts. Smoke? Yeah. Tailgating. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like if, if cancer had one event to throw, it'd be that. <laughs> Like, let's sit around and, and, and inhale as many cigarettes as we can. And look, I've been to your I've been to your place several times. Literally, last time they had like a love seat out there and like three people sitting on it. Yeah, no, and it's funny because the the management company sent out an email about this because they were I don't know someone finally complained and they're like, we've gotten multiple reports of people bringing chairs out in the parking lot, partying and smoking pot. And, like that's how they worded it. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this literally sounds like someone's dad who typed this up, who's like disappointed in their children or something. It's something our management company would send us here at 10,000 takes in our office here. Right. It is some sort of like random shit that like accusing us of something, but General also well, worse and, than and, it and going is. back to the windows down bit, I wish we could open up the window in the studio, but we're still nailed in from the time that the window almost fell off and we didn't do anything about it. So uh, only one more month of us being prisoners of Prior Lake and then we'll be set free 
and homeless for uh, 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 what two months? No, one a month. A month and a half. We'll literally then, be homeless on we'll, the street. We'll move into the 10k house, which will be lit. But yeah, Windows Down month. It's a simple bit, but it's this time of year. And it's a it's a bit you can actually do anytime if it's hot as balls out in the summer. Crack your window open. I actually like it when like it's during the dead winter and it's hot as fuck at night because your heat is cranked. And then you're like, fuck it, and you just crack open your window mm-hmm. in like the 10 degree weather and just cools you off nice yeah. and quick. That's the best time for the Windows Down bit. Or or getting out of a hot tub and rolling around in the snow and then getting back yes. in. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Such a good bit. It's just good, man. I yeah. can't sleep in the heat. Yeah. It's super hot. My body has to be cool. I like the fall, man. I mean, football's coming back. Uh, I love this stat that I think Aaron, Sh- um, Adam, sorry, not Aaron Schefter, Adam Schefter tweeted. I feel like Aaron Schefter is like a hot Long lost sister cousin. of Adam's or something, yes. but um, Adam Schefter tweeted that last Sunday, so yesterday, we're filming this Monday on Labor Day, Last Sunday, yesterday, was the last day without NFL football that we'll have until February 20th of 2022. That stat makes my pants really tight. Yeah, it sounds like numbers for 10K. Mm-hmm. <laughs> numbers yeah. are just going to go up. It's war rooms every Sunday and creating ma- and funny content. Maybe we'll get our fucking Twitter account back by then, but we don't need to hit on that this week. Um, all right, that is it for Bit of the Week. We are going to take a quick break and then get into it with our interview with our friend, Donna Corby. Hey everyone, Boss Man here. Just a reminder that It's a Bit is officially sponsored by the Better Edge app. Better Edge is a legal online sports marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans, place no commission positions in an online marketplace, compete in head-to-head challenges with horrible bettors such as myself, compete in public or private competitions, and buy or sell positions such as the spread, over-under, or money line at the current market price. All you got to do is use the promo code 10K, that's 10K, at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E dot com to get a free five bucks when you sign up and verify your ID. Once again, that's 10K at B-E-T-T-O-R-E-D-G-E dot com to get a free five dollars. Start betting today. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to It's a Bit presented by 10,000 Takes. We have a very special guest and friend on the show. We got Donna Corby. Donna is a UFC and boxing reporter for Mirror Fighting in the UK, specifically in Ireland. It's also the co-host, the unofficial co-host of our show, 10K MMA with Eli. Uh, he also is, well, actually, I got three facts about Donna here. Mm-hmm. So he is one of 733 people that Conor McGregor follows on Twitter. That's a fucking stat for you. Uh, out of his, what, McGregor has like 9 million people that follow Close, him. So yeah. it's pretty good ratio there. Uh, he is, Donna is also verified, which apparently is, is a hard thing to do these days. Uh, Evidently he, not if I got one, right? Right. Well, you'd be surprised as the people have been getting denied <laughs> lately. But, but the third fact I have about Donna is, uh, he has what I would say is the best American accent in all of Europe. Oh my gosh. Well, I think it's because my accent is so Americanized already. Like, I don't think I sound particularly Irish. Oh, you sound as Irish as fuck, dude. Oh, to us <laughs> in Minnesota. Oh yes, you do. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and look, it's good to hear that because I do plan on that being my only plan of attack when I go out to, to Pirate Jacks. Or, or Cowboy Jacks. <laughs> Cowboy Jacks. Yes, yes, Pirate Jacks. Pirate Jacks. When I'm trying to, you know, meet some of these uh, Minnesota ladies, I, I need all the help I can get, evidently, just looking at all of this. So I think the accent might, you know, do me some favors. And I, I, I appreciate that you think I sound Irish. Uh, but yes, my American accent, we'll get to it, I think, later on. But yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not the worst. Well, a lot of people in America say that us from Minnesota have accents. Can you hear that accent at all when we talk? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Minnesota. Like, Boba has, like, the, the real Fargo, like, you know, yeah. fucking, like, 
like it's a cartoon accent. Right. Right. But Donna, I think we need to hear we need to mm-hmm. hear the Donna American accent. Okay. So, All right, my so, brother. So like me so, and the bo- me and the boys are actually say whatever you want, whatever's easiest. All right. Uh, what was the sentence you wanted me to say? Me and the boys are. Me and the something? boys are going to go to Cowboy Jacks and hit on the Minnesota okay. ladies. Well, I do say that to Eli in my regular accent every day, so okay. I'm very excited to say it in an American one. Okay, so it go it would go something like, uh, "Me and the boys are so excited to go to Cowboy Jacks and you know meet all the girls, the Minnesota ladies." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I think that's not bad, no, dude. That's, that's pretty bad. damn. That's way better than if I tried an Irish accent. I don't even. I, don't I think even you should go that. for it right now, Jack. What's I think do the Irish accent. Oh, for it's going to be so bad. That southern accent out lately. Let's I've been busting Irish. out my southern drawl. All right, let's try another. <laughs> Me and the boys are going to go to Cowboy Jack's later and have a drinks with some old ladies. I don't <laughs> know, dude. Yeah, yeah wow. That's, that's old close, ladies. Yeah. Nice. Is that who goes to Cowboy Jack's? No. I mean, well, they it, can. If you want them to. Yeah. That's just <laughs> By who the Jay way, prefers. they get the most publicity in the history of the world on the 10K shows that I do. I've never been to this place. From what I hear, it's not that great. But, uh, but every not episode, really. I talk about how I'm excited to go to, to this. And I always get it wrong, too. I always call it pirate. Because Captain Jack is like a famous pirate. Yeah, surely for... they would call it Captain Jacks or Pirate Jacks or something. Cowboy, who's a who's a cowboy called Jack? Except for yeah. you, obviously. Wasn't uh, wasn't one of the one of the cowboys in Brokeback Mountain named Jack? <laughs> oh well, <laughs> that's, that's actually yes. a great point. And there I you go. Think, it's inspired from that I'm movie. Successful yeah. at Cowboy Jacks by two a.m. by three a.m. I might end up having to go Brokeback Mountain. Unfortunately, <laughs> so jeez. Uh... Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, I mean Cowboy Jacks is good, but. Like, I think in terms of a bar and like the physical things that are there, it's a great place. Like they have they have couches and chairs and armchairs and stuff right. that you can sit on, which is fantastic. But it's the quality of people that end up at Cowboy Jacks that just goes significantly down as the night goes on. I mean, you get kind of all the all the douchebag, fratty type, preppy type dudes who show up who are just hitting on everybody and they're violently drunk running into everyone. You know, there's always a fight. You can always count on a fight happening somewhere in the place. Uh, people like to go outside with their motorcycles and just be dicks and, and rev them super loud. But, I mean, it's a nice spot. It's better than Wild Bills and Wild Griggs here in in, in the state. I'll tell you that right That's now. That's not saying that much, though, to be honest. No, I, I'll say that there are some crazy people. There are some strange people that and characters that show up to Cowboy Jacks, but you can make it a fun time. Wild Bills, on the other hand. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess out of all the out of all of the cowboy inspired bars in Minnesota, I'll give Cowboy Jacks the cake. Yes, Cowboy Jacks is the okay, best no, one. It's it's so. the pristine VIP one. You can, uh, as you could say, compared to the others, but it's still uh, it's still strange. It's still, but it's a fun time. All right. Yeah, I'm very excited to go after I treat all the boys to the Louis C.K. show in Minnesota when I'm there in a few months. We'll go to Cowboy Jacks and hopefully I'll meet some of these girls. I'm also excited to go to this place, the Moose that he or. Yeah, EP was telling me about the. Is it called the Moose? Is that the name of the place where they do karaoke? Is that the Moose? Jeez, uh, I thought that bar closed down. Oh, maybe oh, that. No, no I don't know if he's talking bar. about Hudson. Yeah, well, there was That's a quite moose, a hall. There was a Moose in St. Paul that just closed down like a few years ago, but that right. Yeah, well, we'll find well, karaoke sound like the kind of guy who would go to a closed down yes, bar. Yes, I was going to say. I was yeah. going to say he, he would be the kind of person who would like <laughs> hype up a bar that closed years ago, and then he'd find yeah. out they closed. He'd be like, "Fuck that!" Yeah, <laughs> are you? So you're actually going to be coming to Minnesota in a few months. This is not a bit. This is actually true. It's unironically, it isn't a bit. It's it's 100 percent true. I I have a date in plan 
I've spoken to my colleagues at work about it. I've spoken to, I have the holiday days essentially all but booked. I, I have a little, I even have a little scheme for when I'm over there to get to go to New York and cover something so that I'm technically there on business. And then I'm going to take holiday days and go to Minnesota on my holiday days. And it's all, it all unironically, not a bit, Depends on Let's sleeping. Let's go. That's it's all in the works. Awesome. We're gonna have a blast. So we're, we're gonna go to a karaoke bar then. That's yeah, what we should do. We're gonna hear Donna singing his American accent. Yeah. Well, well, well I'm I'm talking about this. I I really want to do this uh this 10k boy band. You know. I yeah, want to get yeah. the, the you want in on that? I want EP. I want you know everyone who's involved. You know, and we're gonna do some One Direction, maybe some Backstreet Boys, something like that. I don't know, but I yeah, that's that's what I, my ultimate goal is: is to have five people on the stage. Someone is Zane. Obviously, I think probably. Probably Wags, you're probably Zane, I would think. Um, Jake, I think you're obviously Harry, right? You know, the handsome one. Uh, I, don't know I think I, I gotta be Knox on the Irish one, right? And right. then uh, that one's easy, yeah. I guess, um, whoever the worst singer is can be Louie. I don't know who's the worst singer <laughs> between you and EP Jack, but uh, it's probably it, yeah. Eli, but I'll, I'll, I'll give it to right. me because I'm also pretty bad yeah. as well. Let's so. just, and then America. I guess Eli, by process of elimination, is Liam. And the fact that I know all five of those names is uh. Well, you're a journalist. How much of a dork I am. Mm. That's a great point. I am a combat sports <laughs> journalist, so I have to know all the names. Wonder direction. <laughs> right. That's well, a great point, Jack. I was going to say, speaking of combat sports, what did you think of our boy <laughs> Jake Paul's performance uh, last Sunday? I, I discussed it a little bit with, with my, my good friend Micheletti and, and EP on, on 10K MMA. But, you know, uh, it's – yeah, you know, I, I thought it was great. I thought it was uh, an impressive showing uh, from Jake. I thought – a lot of people said the fourth round was, you know, when he got rocked and all of that stuff, which is true. But I thought that's what impressed me the most was how quickly he recovered, right? He was, if it weren't for the ropes, that was a knockdown. It was the first time he'd been hurt properly in his boxing career. He got touched up a little bit by Deji in like his first like white collar amateur fight, but he wasn't hurt at all by Anisong Gibb. He wasn't hurt at all by Nate Robinson. Ben Askren not even, didn't even land really. I think he might have landed one, but Tyron Woodley, you know, put it on him a little bit. And, and uh, I think we saw what Jake is really capable of, which actually is quite a bit. And I thought that, um, I thought that, that, you know, Tommy Fury blew it on the undercard against my, my friend Anthony. And, and uh, I, from what I hear, Tommy Fury is probably going to be the next opponent. That's what seems to be like being built. But uh, yeah, I think, I think Jake has a very good chance against Tommy Fury. If, if that's the next fight. Why do you think Fury is going to be the next fight? Cause I did see Woodley. He really, really wanted that rematch. I don't mm-hmm. think it'd be smart for Jake to take it. I mean, he already won, but why, why do you think it's yeah. going to be Fury next? Well, I spoke to Jake's coach, BJ Flores, the other day on, on Instagram Live, and there's some stuff on, on Mirror Fighting about that, but he was saying that the rematch is off the table. They have no interest in it, because I, I kind of thought the same. I thought on the night, that sounded like such a great idea. Oh, let's do the rematch. This going to be class. You watch it back, and you go, it wasn't that close. The judge who gave five rounds or six rounds to Woodley is insane. I don't know what he was thinking, unless maybe he gave one as a 10-8, the fourth, but... Yeah, I think um, I think Tommy Fury makes the most sense. He's the most famous guy at the lowest level that that Jake could fight. I mean, he's got four million followers, give or take, on Instagram. His brother is the world heavyweight champion. There's just a there's so much storyline inbuilt, and he's actually beatable. Like from what we saw, Anthony Taylor, who's who's obviously a good friend of mine, but but a lot smaller. I would hope. I thought that Anthony had a good chance against Tommy, but I would have hoped that if he didn't, if I was wrong, that Tommy would hurt him that Tommy would maybe knock him down once. I mean, he had four rounds to knock him down. There was also a whole issue with the rounds. He insisted on the, he didn't insist. The British Boxing Board of Control came in at the last hour and said, oh, we have to make it four rounds instead of six, which is 
interesting that they would have that power in, in Ohio, especially considering, you know, his next fight's going to be in America anyway, because he's the two fight deal with Showtime. So a suspension in the UK wouldn't matter. But he, you know, the whole rounds thing was changed and that was interesting. But I think, like, I personally felt that Tommy's performance didn't warrant a big fight like Jake Paul. But I'm sure Jake looked at it. I'm sure Jake's people, who are a lot smarter than Jake is and a lot smarter than any of us are, looked at it and said, you know what? We can get away with with fighting this guy right now and probably beat him. And then we'll be able to say, oh, well, we did beat a real boxer. Right. We beat a guy who's 7-0. and We beat a guy who's Tyson Fury's little brother. He's, we beat a guy who's trained by the great John Fury, you know. Uh, that's what they'll that's they'll be able to say and so i guess it does make sense and he is very very beatable especially with jake's size with jake's technique his his gas tank i mean we haven't seen tommy go farther than four rounds in his whole career and really he showed no indication that he would have been any better over the next four against anthony so yeah i think uh, i think tommy probably makes when you look at it I, like personally i'd rather jake fight probably another mma fighter i would have loved to have seen him fight luke rockhold but that's just me personally um but yeah, I think uh, I think Tommy just makes the most sense if you're if you're the marketing people behind Jake Paul for now. Well, and friend of the brand, Pretty Boy Taylor, though. Although, That's, yeah, you, you got to say that Tommy is a much better looking person. So, do you think the title Pretty Boy was stripped away from Taylor when, when Tommy's Tommy... better looking than Anthony? You think? Yeah, right. You got <sighs> well. We're, we're talking taller, about right? this. Hey, That's, beauty's in the yeah, eye of all. It depends on what. Depends on what your taste is, I guess. But yeah, right. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I know that Jack is is you know obviously a far right racist, and I know that that's part of it. I understand that that's part of the reason why Canceled. you would say that. that Tommy, yeah. Triggered. <laughs> but no, seriously, I know I think they're both pretty good looking guys. I think Tommy's obviously very very handsome. We were discussing this a little bit off air. From what I understand, his mother's very attractive because obviously Big John Fury probably looks more like Tyson than Tommy, if you know what I mean, and. Um, and yeah, I like the man was on Love Island for a couple of seconds, and she's obviously like a bit older now, so I don't know how how good looking she was in her prime. But yeah, I think uh, Tommy's Tommy's a handsome Donnie, but I think Anthony's pretty too. So no, I don't think he had his title stripped away. Beauty and certainly versus the Tommy beauty. I yeah, but I also don't think that Tommy did any damage to make him less pretty. He looks the exact same. I talked to him on Facetime the other day; he looks identical to how he did before the fight. So uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they're both very pretty boys. You just pretty boys. So when you're interviewing these fighters, like when you interview Jake Paul, is it like over Zoom mm-hmm. or? Uh, so I interviewed Jake over the phone. I have spoken to him on like press conferences before. I've actually interviewed him in person one time after his debut fight against Anisan Gibb. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, it was it was a phoner the last time I spoke to him. Was he an arrogant prick? Wow, that's a rude question, Jake. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. targeting. For your namesake. For your namesake of all people, I can understand Jack. He's so close to being a Jake. I can understand if you didn't like him, if you were jealous of the great name. You got you got the C instead of the E. I understand, but you know, yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, no, Jake's a very nice guy from the from the interactions I've had with him. I know a lot of people would disagree. I know there's a lot of people who said some other things uh, that we don't necessarily have to get into, but uh, I personally have found Jake to be very nice whenever I've met him and whenever I've interacted with him. Well, wouldn't you say Jake is kind of putting on that uh, that act of pretty much being the hated guy, so people buy his fights? Yeah, I was concerned actually at how nice he was being in the build up, but how well he was coming across. I was going, how does how does this translate into into pay per view sales? Like, if he's a good guy, because Tyron is not a bad guy either. Like, there's no. obviously like the old pro wrestling model is you have to have a bad guy and a good guy. You have to have someone who you want to lose, someone who you want to win. I guess like by process of hating Jake, people wanted Tyron to win, but nobody was really supporting Tyron. Like nobody, you know, like he's obviously a big star in the UFC, but. 
he was also pretty divisive in the UFC. I mean, he was not super popular. Uh, you know, I think people were delighted when he, he lost his belt. I know Dana White was. And, you know, he, he, he fought against some other divisive people. Like, he didn't exactly rile up some great support when he was fighting Colby Covington, who it's almost impossible to be a, to be a, a heel against, right? He's, you know, like one of the most disliked fighters in the world. But even Tyron couldn't even really make himself the good guy in that one. So, yeah, I think, um, you know, it, it was weird for Jake to decide to go the good guy route, but uh, maybe it suits him. Maybe it's, maybe it is what he's like. I don't know. I don't know him, but uh, yeah, maybe he's just a good guy. Really? It's possible. It was definitely weird to see Woodley go from the, he really kind of was hated in MMA to all of a sudden he's an MMA fan favorite in a matter of what, six months. Pretty crazy to see. Yeah, no, it is. That, that is actually pretty wild. Um, You know, but, but it, 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 like I say, it's down to having the absolute best dance partner. You know, like you talk about someone who's just very easily hateable. You got Jake Paul in there and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool um, that, that Tyron was able to kind of, he got paid like $2 million. He got all this stuff. So yeah, it's, it, it's pretty fun. Are we guaranteed to see another Jake Paul fight? He is retired now, allegedly. Yeah, what was that? Um, bit? The, that what's that? Is that just a bit? Is that just a bit? Donna? So I did ask his coach about this as well. I said, "Was he joking?" I I, I may have even used the term. Was it a bit? Uh, yeah, I, I could be wrong though. Maybe I didn't. Yes, you did. I, actually, maybe I almost certainly didn't. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 Let's yeah. say I did. And he said, yeah. "Yeah, it was a bit." He was joking. It like he he's already talking about going back to training. His coach BJ Flores is going to go back to Puerto Rico next week. So I can't imagine Jake will be too long after that. And Take this for what it's worth. I don't know. The through the grapevine, I hear that the well. BJ said to me, "Sorry, I don't know why I'm saying through the grapevine." He said this on the record that they they would like him to fight before the end of the year. I was acting like I had some inside sources. And, I don't, and it <laughs> yeah. will be, and it will be Fury. Yeah, let's 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 be I, honest. I hope so. I I think that probably makes the most sense. I haven't been told necessarily that that's the case. Uh, but it, when I asked him to tell me blow it, he said no. So yeah, I would imagine that that it just seems to be the one that that stands out the most. And and fighting Woodley again would just be so anti-progressive for him his career. Mm. Like yeah. it, it was it was a big stepping stone, but that's like running in place, you know. There's there's no point in doing that whole thing again well, unless well, unless they both didn't have anyone else to fight that was better, kind of like, you know, Poirier and, and McGregor. It, it's it's kind of the same story. Like it makes sense for those guys to have a trilogy. But for someone at the lower level, like Jake Paul, yeah. like it's it's there's just no point in fighting someone again. Like you're dead, you're dead on, bro. Like look, we we saw it on the night of the uh, of the fight. You know, like it, like I say, it sounded great at the time when they're going back and forth, and they're in the ring, and the crowd are going nuts, and Tarn saying, "Yeah." And Logan's awkward, and awkwardly behind there trying to like yeah. get his share yeah. of the spotlight for something he has you know no what? partake Did, in. Didn't Woodley tell him to like step off? Yeah, yeah he's, he's like, like, he's step, like but it's step like, off, Logan. Dude, seriously, this ain't your fight, you know, dude. You know brother who was himself. one of the bigger losers from that whole night was Logan, I thought. I thought he came across so badly. And I'm the biggest Logan member. I love, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big Logan Paul fan. I'm a bigger Logan Paul fan than I am a Jake Paul one. It's just that Jake is more like relevant in the boxing world. So that's why I like well, report on him more. But but Logan came across, I thought, terribly when, at, when, the, um, at the event. When they called him in to, to do like 
analysis before the fight, he's like talking about himself and how he retired Floyd Mayweather. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, first off, this That's isn't about you. Second off, you didn't retire anybody. If you knocked him out and put him in a coma, then you could say you might have retired him. But you literally, <laughs> like, 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 what didn't Floyd come out of that out of that match with like a minor injury? And he's no, like, he came out with no injuries. He did not yeah. get touched at all by Logan. Because L- Logan was trying to say like, oh, I got, I sprained his whatever. Right? It's well, like, didn't we talk about this on like one of our previous podcasts in the last couple of weeks where? He was already retired. It was just an exhibition you can't retire fight. Someone who's already retired. Yeah, come on, that makes absolutely <laughs> but can, no sense. But dude. can you guys not, as comedy guys, as 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 like as guys who understand the magic of a good bit, understand that's the funniest bit ever? Yeah, you fight someone that is true. Clearly lose, get destroyed for eight rounds, say barely you touch them, and then because there's no decision given, go around saying I re-, because he he had already said I'm retired. He'd actually never come out of retirement. You go, I'm the guy who retired him. That's a great bit. Well, yeah. That's and, a, like and, a world-level bit. We were I comparing think. it to, like, you know, NFL, former NFL player Brett Favre, like the person who tackled him last in his last game could have yeah. been like, I retired Brett Favre. Like, they could, sure, they, but... they could easily have said that. Like, that last hit I laid on him is the reason he didn't come back. Yeah, no, ex- but you could do that, Jack. You could say that guy, the golf player who, who didn't give you the autograph when you were a kid. Yeah, you could say, "Oh, that guy never gave Kevin him another autograph because I fucking guy. pissed him off so much." Yeah, right. You don't know. Well, maybe I'm the reason he's never won a major, but who knows? Or maybe he's I think just bad. you are. I think he he thinks about it every time he's about to, you know, he he's got a good start. Maybe he's birdied on the first, you know, whatever. I don't know all these golf terms, and he and he he thinks, "Oh God, I really I should have signed that kid's autograph," and it gets in his head like with yeah. like. In Happy I'm a Gilmore terrible person when, now. Yeah, yeah, with the guys going jackass, jackass. He's got that in his <laughs> brain, like you know, he's going, "Oh, I'm a jackass." Yeah. You right. should do that. You should do the Happy Gilmore bit and, and go right. around to, to his games and shout jackass yeah. out of him. Jackass. I have a I have a very very actual serious question, um, boxing yeah. question for you, Donna. Uh, yeah. I'd like to get your thoughts on it. Do you think that Montana Love is a porn star name? Uh it it's <laughs> it undoubtedly is, and I'm sure he's got so much stuff going on that it wouldn't surprise me if he decided to do Dude, a little film. what the fuck film, but, was, uh... was the thing he was wearing around his waist? It was like a polar bear, like, like a, what do you call those things where it's like skin? It's like, or, and, and hair from the, from the animal pelt. Yeah. It was like, he was wearing a fucking pelt from like a polar bear. Yeah. I don't know. Montana love is, uh, look, all, uh, maybe he could be in adult films. I know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe, I don't know, but that's definitely, yeah, you're right. It is a, a porn star name. I wonder, if Mrs. Love called her son Montana, I don't know if maybe it's like a made-up name, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that yes is the answer. Short answer to your question. Okay, yeah. I like it's definitely it. an American name. I knew a few people growing up named Montana. Oh yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. But yeah, Love being a last name, I don't know about that. You no, know, it definitely sounds like this is your porn star what, name, what, Graf. Right? Maybe he, maybe he's like the distant cousin of Brandy Love. Yeah, I think that, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> There's some sort of yeah. uh, re- uh, relation there in some capacity. Like like state like stage name relations, not like real name relations. No. Like you know, me and you have the same last name because we're cousins. Like you could technically pick out a stage or performer name and be related to someone else's stage or performer name. So you could be yeah. like, yes, I am the stage daughter or son of Brandy Love. Well, he fucks. <laughs> I fuck people in the ring while she fucks people on camera. There so you I go. Just change your name That's to Jackson. Exactly right. You can become Johnny Tom Brenneman. Son. Could be the Tom Brenneman. Oh, he'd love that. Yeah, Tom. Well, Tom Brenneman. Oh, yeah, he's back. Actually, I think yeah, he's I like announcing it. some local high school in like Cincinnati or Quite something. A, yeah. He's kind of back. He's near the city, which is which is. By terrifying. the way, I am devastated at this Gophers player whose name I already forgot. Mo Ibrahim. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, oh my gosh. Well, How terrible is that? Well, we're welcome you. I know you're you're newly kind of a Minnesota fan now because of us, yes. and we love it. But yes. you have to now endure all of our pain and misery we go through welcome every to single the heartbreak, year. Man, this is just stage one. Truly. Are, are, are you aware of all of Minnesota sports failings? Like we right now, I think Minnesota St. Paul area is like the longest uh, state without a championship. And how many years has it been? Thirty. It's been thirty years. Yeah. Ninety one was the World so Series. So has has an Atlanta or like Georgia team won since then? Because I feel like they're pretty miserable too. Yeah, the Braves have, Braves yeah, have okay, or ninety two was it like ninety seven or something? Oh, so, late 90s, so it was a couple. It was a still, couple of years after us. Yeah, yeah okay. but not too bad. Well, what's funny too is that like not to dive too much more into it, but I think three years ago when another running back we had was also a senior, he got injured in the first game of the season too. So this is very uh pattern like in general for Minnesota sports. So welcome to Minnesota sports, Donna. Yeah, I'm, look. Uh, as a as a Hibernian soccer fan, uh, I, I say soccer. I know we call it football over here, but I say soccer for the American audience. You know, uh, yes. as, as a Hibernian yeah. fan, love the pandering. <laughs> we had the uh, we had you know over I think it was 114 years without winning the Scottish Cup. Uh, this was like a famous run. We were in I think like something like 20 finals, and we lost all of them. And then <laughs> we eventually won. I think it's bad. He's like Buffalo, but on there was this great story. There was this great. Uh, they called it the the curse, right? Where there was uh, there was a harp on the stand. I, maybe I'm mistelling this story, but there was like on the stand at the football stadium. They had the the harp to represent Ireland, Hibernian, and um, this team are based in Edinburgh. But you know they were for all the Irish, you know people who were in Edinburgh, and they had this harp on the stand for years at the stadium. And they took it down, and apparently someone cursed them and said, "You'll never win the Scottish Cup." And then the year they won the Scottish Cup, they put up a new thing on the stand with the crest, and in the crest, in the little corner, there's a harp. The harp was back on the stand, and that year they finally won the Scottish Cup Damn. inadvertently. It was a uh, look. It certainly would make you. It would make you think a little bit. But yeah, I know how it feels to have, to support a team that loses all the time. I also support a team called Bohemians over here. We lose very very frequently, um, and yeah, I, I I feel like with that with that experience, I am I am a full fledged Minnesota sports fan. What do you guys think the, that started the Minnesota sports curse? Because we need to figure out what we can do to end it, just like what they did. Well, maybe we just need to go on a heist and steal this harp, or and, yeah. or we're going to have to consult some local witches and see yeah. if we can perform some sort of witchcraft to, with a potion. You know, maybe get a cauldron, throw you know fifty virgins in there, uh, some wolf hair, uh, you know, some sort of uh, uh, fantasy fantasy type uh, animal semen in there as well. And just mix it all together, and maybe we feed it to the players, and then you know we start winning. I don't know. Or we invent some sort of crazy time machine, like in Back to the Future, and figure out what year, date, and time something happened that a hex or curse was was set on Minnesota yeah. sports. Something someday, like some some idea. second, something happened. But you can't alter the past, Jake, because if if you do that, if you, if you change one thing in the past, like the whole world's yes. gonna be ran by gorillas. You're right. You're right. Butterfly well, effect. You're right. Yep. Like uh, like in Planet of the Apes with Mark Wahlberg, which still makes no sense to me. <laughs> I love how you Mark Wahlberg was in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, because be, 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 because there are a million like there's like what five six different Planet of the Apes movies, and I just remember the one with Mark Wahlberg, and the ending was really fucking weird. But you're right. Well, it's like it's like they talk about it in the Back to the Future. If you alter the universe with this, you're gonna do this. Like the doctor, the that, doc in that movie. That's the one rule that everyone knows about something that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't know Mark Wahlberg was in the Planet of the Apes. You know, he was. Because he's always like, you know, like uh, he's always real. Bre- I was about to try to do his accent, and I pussy out at the last minute. But yeah, Mark Wahlberg <laughs> is. Uh, no, I can't. But he, he's. Um, yeah, I didn't know he was in Planet of the Apes. He's he's the inspiration for my favorite show in the whole world, Entourage. So, 
He's the do best. You know, do you know they used to be a rapper? I did, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. I know. Yes. I know I some it. of the hits. They were a big deal. Good over vibrations. Here. Oh yeah. That's a mega hit. The uh, the music video is just a black and white video of him in a parking ramp that has some water, like puddles, and he's just doing shirtless backflips over and over again. Not. It's if, just if slow motion. Like that, yeah, if he had the thick boy summer, right? Yeah, uh, we should production that value. By the way, goddamn, I'm devastated. I missed. I was not part of the 10K <laughs> universe when that that went down. I'm the thickest boy. I think now the bubba's gone. I think that I take the title as the thickest. Yeah, boy probably. I think well, so. Yeah. You'd be surprised. We're all a little thick in our own ways, but I mean, if you're going, yeah, you know, well, if you want which, that title, which way are you? Mean you, a, you want to let oh, us know? I, um, my calves. Oh, okay. Oh, my, my, uh, my brain. My, my, my tongue. <laughs> my ears. No. Uh, Donna, fat tongue. Another yes. question for you. Uh, did you take a lot of pride in being the? I don't know if, it, if you were the first and only person to basically congratulate Ben Askren on his retirement and thank him for his time in professional sports. Because I know that was like a big video you posted that 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 blew up on the yes. internet. So, so that that legitimately, uh, it's one of the reasons why I do have a lot of time and, and love for for Jake Paul because that legitimately is the reason why I have my current job with with Mirror Fighting. So I was um so basically the the story behind that is I was on the 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 media call for Askren and Paul and and obviously Ben got flattened pretty quick, right? Like like a minute and a half or something. So I was not expecting him to be on the call. And obviously, Jake always takes his time coming to these press conferences. So I was like, okay, I can kind of take a breather. I can relax a little bit. And I switched over to the Zoom tab with the with the virtual press conference. And there's Ben standing there. And he, they're like, right, we're, we're doing questions. So I put in the request. And I ended up getting the first question, like Michael Morgan. And uh, or, that's not his name. John Morgan is his name, there the guy in the UFC who does it. And, um, and yeah, so I, I kind of was flustered a little bit. And I was kind of like, firstly, was that a – do you think it was a fair stop? But he says, yeah, I think it was fair. And – I was like, is that is that kind of that for your combat sports career? And he was like, yeah, probably. And and you know, uh, I basically, yeah, I I you know, I felt like with him retiring properly from combat sports, it was appropriate to sort of say like, because because everyone was clowning on him, right? Like everyone was talking about how terribly he performed and all that stuff. But he's and unironically, he's like a legend of combat sports. He's an Olympian for America in in wrestling, a, a, a legendary MMA fighter. Obviously, gave us. Some of the greatest moments in history, like getting knocked out by Masvidal, <laughs> Five getting seconds. knocked out by Jake. <laughs> but you know, he also gave us some some really great fights in in the meantime. You know, he beat Douglas Lima, he beat you know Robbie Lawler. Like he 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 was a world class competitor as a mixed martial artist at his prime. And I wanted him to know that we weren't all clowning on him and kind of you know taking this Jake Paul thing too seriously, which I'm sure he wasn't either. Well, do you think that Ben kind of threw that fight? If you're going to be completely mm-hmm. honest. No, certainly not. I th- I think his, I think we never saw any evidence in his fighting career that he had any hands at all. That's so true. I think that he threw the fight insofar as he took it. I think that like taking it was in it was in essence throwing it. Well, did, uh, think, he did he was, train realistically for the fight, or did he kind of know what was yeah, going to happen? Yeah, I would imagine that he trained as hard as he could for three months. But Jake Paul is a very legitimate novice boxer. He's probably above the average novice level for someone who's three years in. And Ben is a terrible boxer who's not even close to novice level. He just had a hip replacement within 12 months of that fight. And I think, uh, I think he trained as hard as he could clearly has never been in great shape. So I I don't think the, the physical, like if you look at his weigh-ins for any of his championship fights in Bellator, he didn't look too, you know, too hot. He didn't look great at the Olympics or anything like that. So I think, um, I think Ben, you know, trained his, his, his rear off, but he was too small. He's a 170-pounder in MMA. This is a 190-pound fight. 
too small, not not any good at boxing at all. Probably worse than Nate Robinson at boxing. Uh, he, he was just terrible. I, unironically, I was joking a little bit with Nate Robinson. Probably worse at boxing than a Nissan Give. If we're being honest, that guy came back recently and fought against a, a TikToker called Taylor Holder, and a Nissan Give smashed him up pretty badly. So, uh, like, he's not as bad as he looked against Jake either. But yeah, I think Ben. I don't think he threw the fight. I think he just was absolutely not good enough for the level that he was taking on in boxing. Right. He would kill Jake Paul in an MMA fight. He would destroy him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think it was a what Zane asked is a reasonable question because a lot of people are like, oh, he's smiling as he's walking out, you know. I mean, but he was just happy he got paid a lot. And well, I'm sure yeah. that one fight he got paid more in that one fight oh, than yeah. his entire career. Well, just he, he, same same thing with Woodley, right? Like he got paid more. Two than million. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just happy to so, fight. So Askren got yeah more than his entire run in the UFC in the one night. So yeah, I think his wife, he was telling this story on ESPN a couple, I think it was like before the Woodley fight, they were asking him about it. And he was saying like, it's as simple as his wife turned to him and was like, you just fought. And the co-main event was Justin Bieber singing. And you know, you got, and you fought like a YouTuber and there's no one here. And it's so weird. And they were laughing about that. Like she had made a joke. And he was laughing at that because he hadn't been badly hurt or anything. Like he hadn't been like knocked out. Right. Uh, like he was, he was dropped and then didn't make the 10 can door or, you know, the referee decided that that was it for him because I did think it was a bit of an early stoppage, but it was only going one way anyway. Like, you know, and, and I thought the Nate Robinson that, stoppage uh... was a super late one. So, you know, I'd rather an early one than a late one generally. And also he deserves it. Right. Cause it was a, a terribly early stoppage against Robbie Lawler. Yeah, well, I think that's so what people are pointing out that was pointing out the stoppage. Like, if he can literally almost get murdered by Robbie Lawler, you can let <laughs> him go on a little bit more against Jake Paul. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What? I, it, no, go ahead, Jake. I was gonna go say, ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, well, is the next fight we see of the Paul? It's, is it going to be Logan Paul now? Is it going to be the no, next J- fight, or is it going to be I Jake don't think, Paul? Or is I'm not Paul sure. Done? I'm not sure how soon we are going to see Logan. There's no imminent fights for him. The Floyd one was even super weird. Like that one came so far out of left field. It was so ludicrous. It wasn't even a real fight. And not a lot of people showed up to it either. Like if you saw the the attendance on the floor at the stadium, it was like embarrassing. Not good. But the thing is that Logan has, you know, I can't imagine he has a huge Florida-based fan base. It's probably mostly, I know that he has a huge following in Dubai. I know that like he did a, a meetup once there and he drew like the biggest crowd in, you know, the history of, of, you know, the UAE for an event like that. But I think he has more sort of like regional fans. Like I'd say if he did a fight in Ohio, he would have drawn a big crowd. I'd say in LA at the Staples Center. He also, apparently that didn't sell too well either. The, the KSI fight, apparently they had cordoned off sections and all of that. They kind of hit on the broadcast. But I think, um, I think for Logan, it would have been nice if he fought Anderson Silva on that on that Oscar De La Hoya card, which is now Evander Holyfield's card. Um, and I thought, like, I think he, that would have been wise for him, or they were talking about an event in Dubai as well. I would imagine his next appearance will be some sort of an audacious money grab, I, I, just like the Mayweather one was. Like, he, I don't think, I think legitimately, Jake is not doing boxing as like a bit. I think he has a lot of respect for the sport. I do think that Logan does not respect the sport that much. Right. I think it, that's not to say that he doesn't respect the sport. He trains very hard and all of that stuff. I don't think he respects it as much as Jake because Jake wouldn't even entertain the whole Mayweather thing, really, because he wants to be a legitimate boxer. He said, I'm not, I'm not interested in this exhibition stuff. And he fights people relative to his level. People forget that like he was not a crazy favorite going into the Gibb fight. And he's very good as well. 
at building fights in such a way that you find yourself before every one of his fights going, well, you know, like Ben Askren is this great fighter. Oh, Nate Robinson, you know, he is a super athlete. Like you have to have some level of athleticism to be 5'9 and play in the NBA. Like maybe he did just take the boxing really well. And Anisan Gibb, I swear to God, I couldn't believe what I was hearing when I was in Miami. You could not move for people telling you that Gibb's going to handle this guy. Oh, Gibb's going to beat him easy. Literally, I'm hanging out with all these like people. I was with these guys. Have you ever heard of these guys, the Sidemen? Mm-hmm. I was at this. Nope. They're like the biggest YouTubers in the UK, but I was their KSI's like group. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was me. I was hanging out with them at this like pool party, and and the way they were talking about this Anisan Gibb guy, I was looking up and going like, is the sky blue? Is the fucking like, am I looking at a different universe here? Is this all real? I've watched this guy in his white collar boxing fights. He's terrible. He's definitely going to get beat by Jake. And they're all going, nah, he's going to handle Jake. He's too good for him. They didn't even consider the prospect that he might lose. And, uh, and it was just so like Jake has consistently built up these fights in such a way. Whereas Logan, I think kind of my, my personal theory is that, yeah, Logan doesn't take boxing all that seriously. He's just kind of uh, more of a clout grab for him. It's more of a, yeah, like, and I would imagine his next fight, if I were to, there, there was a rumor that, that he was in talks with Anderson Silva for a fight in Dubai. That was leaked by Dylan Dennis, and I would imagine the next time you see Logan in the ring will probably be in the Middle East somewhere. He'll be on some Saudi Arabian card, he'll be on some Dubai card, and it'll be some audacious money grab against someone with yeah. a big name, but it won't be anything serious like the ones that Jake does. Yeah. Um, I only had one more question for you. Did you guys have any other questions? I do have one, I guess, MMA-related question I would like to get out there really quick. Patty Pimlet, is he the real deal or not? Is he just a lot of hype, or what's going on with him? That's a phenomenal question. I swear to God, someone, can I show you this? My oh, phone wow. right now, right before we got on the air. Can you see this? On a side note, is Patty Pimlet the real deal? Someone <laughs> asked go. me this question. Wow, there we Damn. go. Right now. Spot on. <laughs> uh, or how do I think Patty Pimlet will do? So I will answer your question and his question. I think Patty Pimlet is a good prospect, a very, very, very good prospect. There's no way of knowing how good he's going to be. I, I like um, I like a lot of new fights for him. I love him versus Terrence McKinney. I think that's a that's a really interesting fight. Uh, but we're, we're going to find out. He did not perform very well on Saturday night. He knocked this guy out in the first round, which is, I think it's the only time in history anyone's ever said he knocked him out in the first round and didn't perform very well. Uh, he did not fight very well at all. And uh, I think he has a lot of improvements to make. And, and he apparently rejected the UFC two times before he finally said, okay, I will do the fight. So I think Paddy Pimlet will get there, but we would need to be realistic about that performance. Like when Conor McGregor fought Marcus Brimage, he performed very, very well. This was not exactly Conor McGregor versus Marcus Brimage, even though it was a first round stoppage. So I think to answer your question, yeah, Paddy Pimlet is probably going to do very well, but the UFC need to be careful. They need to take it easy a little bit, kind of like what they're doing with Sean O'Malley, except accelerated a small bit because the O'Malley thing, they're kind of taking the make at this stage. But I like I like Paddy Pimlet. I think he's going to be a big star. Perfect. I know he's going to be a big star. He is a big star already. already so yeah. I, I think he will match that hype. The memes are hilarious going around this about yeah. his appearance right now. They're absolutely hilarious. Do you guys have anything <laughs> else? I guess the one thing I wanted I wanted my last question moving away a little bit from uh, Patty Gimblet, which is a, <laughs> is that his name? No, no, Patty Pimlet. Patty Pimlet. It just shows I'm my not knowledge lie, that, on it. That does sound like a, a name of like a kid in a in like a. Uh, 
like a Disney movie. Yeah, Patty Pimlet. Or, 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 <laughs> Little or like Patty Pimlet. Or like, a Patty chi- like a child nursery story. Yeah. yeah. Little Patty mm-hmm. Pimlet was walking down the streets of London. He bought up a picket of, 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 of a peppers. Picket of peppers. Yeah, dude, that's a good name, though. Good name. Well, but shifting away from that a little bit, you mentioned you're going to be coming to Minnesota. Other than going to Cowboy Jacks, a.k.a. Pirate Jacks, whatever you want to yeah. call it, what's uh, one thing you want to do or, or hit up when you're, when you're out here? Oh, gosh. Well, what I hear is the weekend I'm going to be there, there's a big game with the Minnesota Vikings and their big rivals who are maybe called the Packers. Oh, no? Packers. Yeah, Green Bay Packers. You got it. Yeah, the Green Bay Packers. So I hear that they're playing that weekend. Now, there's a chance I may have to go back for some work stuff on the day of the game. So maybe I'll miss that one. But I'm very excited to, to, to see the, the Vikings if I can. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the Moose, obviously I said, yeah, Cowboy Jacks. And, the Moose. Whatever uh, Eli's talking closed. about. <laughs> yeah, don't know what he's talking Just about. Just to see the lights off in there and then knocking on the oh, right. I went here like four years ago. Oh, that's closed. Closed. <laughs> and I would like to go to the car dealership and maybe buy a car from Boba. Oh, I think go. that would also be nice. I think Audi, that would be cool. Audi, Audi, Audi Dude, I, I, I how does Audi take one look at Bubba and be like, "We're gonna hire this guy"? Yeah. Well, if he, if he, I don't, if he's still there, let's just put it that way. That's just that's not a a rip at Bubba, but let's just be honest here. If he's yeah. still there, I then would you can like go visit it if. Him. I would like it if we cut that part out because I know that he will rage at you, Jake. I understand nah, how the relationship he goes. He will not take kindly to that comment at all. He already rages <laughs> at me every single day. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep it and in for old are... time's sake. <laughs> Man, I miss that guy. Yeah. Um, I, I just had one more question for you before we get into the mm-hmm. rapid fire. But uh, I asked you this on the MMA show as well when I came on a couple weeks ago. But uh, is our boy Connor done or on decline. Now, the video of him working out to Versace on the floor by Bruno Mars is a mm-hmm. bit concerning considering the fact that Connor's a fighter and his primary job is to beat people up when that might be one of the softest songs I've ever heard anyone train to while he had a 40-pound weight wrapped <laughs> around his dick. That was, yeah, I think that was an interesting workout routine, interesting song. I listen to some weird stuff when I work out, but I am certainly not a fighter or an athlete of any description, evidently. Uh, but, you know... <laughs> I think uh, I think that yeah, Connor is not done by any stretch of the imagination. I think we have wildly been we we were the revisionist history was being written on the night with those ten eight scorecards. It was not that bad of a round for Connor. He wasn't performing that terribly. It's a ten eight because he went down at the end and he almost got finished, but he wouldn't have gone down if he didn't break the leg. He was doing just fine. Connor's okay. There's nothing wrong with Connor. He's gonna be fine. Don't, I wouldn't be too concerned. He'll be back when the injury's better. I think he gives Dustin Poirier a good fight if they ever fight again, to be honest with you. But I would rather he fought someone a bit lower down. I'd rather he fought Ally Quinta personally. I think that's a good, a good little, like, you know, tune-up level fight and see how good he is. Kevin Lee, maybe, he's coming off of a good few losses. What about the But no, DS I think Connor's going to be fine. I think he needs to, to pick some better music. Workout, yeah. maybe less of the dick workouts, maybe more of the, you know, other stuff but uh yeah i think connor's gonna be cool bro and and uh i, I yeah I, I i it's funny you mentioned the music because jake paul works out to his own songs that's of course he does. I, i've seen some videos that bj has sent me where they they spar and they have the the jake paul fresh out of london song playing which is i he's think got, hilarious he's got to drive up the number of plays man that's how he gets paid from spotify that's a so good point actually sense. yeah I'm surprised that's Tyron Woodley didn't do the same exact thing because he also writes his own music. But do you of think course. the Diaz trilogy could be in the books as well? Yes, I think. What an idiot I am that I forgot to say that. 
That's obviously the obvious. Yeah, yeah, I I do feel like a dumbass for not instantly saying, yes, that's the obvious fight to make. Not Al fucking Ayak. What was I talking about? (laughs) Yeah, I think, yeah, Diaz trilogy makes a lot of sense. But then again, Nate Diaz is very, very bad as well. I think people, uh, like, people make out as if he's some whatever. Like, he he got a, a very fortunate win against Connor. And he's been on a steep decline ever since he got a very, he beat Anthony Pettis well, who was about two weight classes up from where he needs to be. And Anthony Pettis hasn't lit the header a lot either. And he lost to Jorge Masvidal. He lost to Leon Edwards. I mean, he, he got destroyed by Leon Edwards, barring that one lucky punch he landed in the fifth round. Uh, and yeah, I, and he, and prior to that, he hadn't fought for three years. So I think Nate Diaz will be fun, but I think Connor kind of handles him. Yep. All right. Well, Donna, really quick before you go, we're going to give you what we give to every guest on It's a Bit, yes. and it is the rapid fire, as you're probably aware of. I'm gonna, just going to ask you 10 questions, and you're going to fire off answers as fast as you can think of them. So are you ready? Okay, do it. All right, the first one, you're on a, desert, a deserted island all by yourself, and you get one choice of alcohol on the island. What is it? I don't drink, but uh, uh, Orchard Thief Cider. Okay. Uh, how many fourth graders could you take on in self-defense? Uh, zero. They would all beat me up. <laughs> What's better, Brazilian jiu-jitsu or wrestling? Wrestling. Would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? Oh, gosh. My own grandmother. Definitely. Definitely. Come on. Easy. <laughs> She's uh, so annoying. If you, if, you could, if you could eat dinner with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, gosh. Probably you boys. But if I can't say that, um, Boba. We're gonna make that. We're gonna, we're, we're gonna make it happen with all those people in a couple months. So yeah. No worries there. Uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? No, certainly not. If you were given an all expenses paid trip to Cleveland, Ohio, outside of last week, mm-hmm. uh, would you take it? Yes. All right. Uh, what's more realistic, ghosts or aliens? Uh, aliens. Worst fast food chain. Worst. Uh, I don't like Burger King. All right. Uh, if a movie was made about your life, Donna Corby, who would play you? Oh, gosh. See, I would like it to be, you know, someone fucking cool, man. Matt Damon. I think uh, Mark Wahlberg would be so sick. Adrian Grenier. But a lot of people would say Jonah Hill. <laughs> I was going to say A Jonah lot of people Hill. would. would Yeah. Like, I know I know that the answer would be Jonah Hill or, or uh, Josh Gad or something like that. But so, Jonah Hill's I, fucking awesome. Yeah. That that is like that is a respect move if someone says like like I'm afraid if I asked who would play me, it'd be some no name actor. But like if I had someone as as, yeah. as awesome as Jonah Hill that would play me, I think that's more of an honor than anything. I think I would also get some no name actor. It'd be someone from like not another teen movie or something. Whoever the fat kid is in that, I'll be it'd be him <laughs> Just <laughs> any fat guy. kid in any of those teen movies. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> or or uh, or any of the anti bullying campaigns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Someone like that. I wouldn't even get a name actor, but if I could choose and it could be, it would be an honor for Adrian Grenier to play me. That would be amazing, yeah. right? The star yeah. of Entourage. Absolutely. Well, Donna, as always. I'm sorry. Been, the dinner. Yeah. Patrice O'Neill is my serious answer. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a great Wait, answer. it's not us. Yeah. Friendship well, over. No, obviously, <laughs> I do feel that we're going to go for dinner. I, yes. In terms of dead, I, yes. I could never go for dinner with Patrice O'Neill, and that would be nice. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Legend of comedy, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Donna. Thanks again so much for coming on. I know it's probably some late. Late time over there in, in Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, I'm devastated. I didn't get to do the bit of the week. Yeah, this is, this well, is heartbreaking. Have, yeah, for me. Well, yeah, do you, yeah. Do you have week? an honorary bit of the week? 
well, I wanted to to bring up a story I I very briefly discussed with with Jack on the MMA show that I didn't get around to. Maybe it wasn't even on the show. Maybe it was afterwards when we were talking. But I wanted to do the 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 drinking with Pat McAfee bit that I was. Oh yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. Because I finally have some time now to, to. I'll tell this very quickly. But I was in New York. I was covering uh, SummerSlam in Brooklyn, WWE, and I got invited. We, we get this big itinerary of all this stuff. You know, say so they have, they have uh, SummerSlam's on Sunday, NXT Takeover is Saturday. They have Media Day Friday because the results don't matter in WWE, right? It's all fake, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter if you interview someone after they win or lose because it's all fake. So the Media Day is two days before, so you can promote and help push the tickets. So I go to the Media Day on Friday, and then they have what's called the Media Mixer. So a few wrestlers come along. You're not allowed to interview the wrestlers. But they just come along because there's free drink. And so they have this, this like free bar and they tell you which wrestler is going to be at it. And, you know, you got a few like Samoa Joe. There was who else? Becky Lynch, my, my old Irish pal, Becky Lynch. Um, and so my, myself, and my sister went over to this thing um, in this beautiful hotel in, in Brooklyn that overlooked, uh, you know, the, the Manhattan skyline. It was completely beautiful. And what I noticed very quickly was a lot of wrestlers were there. A lot of people who were not on the like on the list of people. But a lot of people had heard, oh, there's this free bar thing. And all you have to do is hang around with some fucking weirdo journalist. And you don't even get interviewed by him. You just have to hang yeah. around and pretend you like him. <laughs> so I'm there. And, and it's me and my sister. And there's some other people there. And there's a guy called Aaron Chalmers who was on Geordie Shore in the UK. And so we're hanging out with him a little bit because he's like a fighter and stuff. So I know him kind of a, a small bit. And his manager, Kadu, who's a great guy. And, and we're sitting there and we're hanging out. And then we go out to the balcony, talking to Becky Lynch a little bit. Charlotte Flair was there a small bit. And then, you know, I'm, I'm there and... and Corey Graves, I'm drinking with this guy, Corey Graves is the commentator, and we're having a little back and forth or whatever, and this was a, it was called Smart Casual, so I was wearing like a, a shirt like this, like a, a polo shirt, maybe just a t-shirt and a, a sports coat, and everyone's kind of in that kind of attire, and Pat McAfee rolls into this place about 10 minutes before it's supposed to end, and he's hammered, he's shit-faced, <laughs> and he comes in in shorts, obviously, that's the yep, trademark. That's his look. And a short sleeve hoodie. Terribly underdressed. And I've never seen someone so hammered. I'm sure I have. But for the sake of this story, he's twisted. And he comes over and he's going, hey, these, these fucking guys at the bar won't serve us. So anyway, someone goes in and gets him a few beers. And we're, you know, we're drinking a few beers or whatever. And he, and I'm, I'm, we're talking about what we're going to do later on in the night. Because it's like 8 p.m. It's early. His party was at like 6. Yeah. And so, you know, we're, we're talking about, yeah, uh, I might go to there's this like late night, like show or whatever. And oh, I got one or two things and, and they're all like, and they were like, oh, you're definitely meeting a girl off Tinder or whatever. And, and I was like, no, 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 definitely not. And, uh, and Pat McAfee was giving me some Tinder advice and he was telling me that you just never swipe left. It was his advice. <laughs> and I thought, never you know, swipe left. I thought, you know, if, if, if Pat McAfee tells me that, and, and I actually know who he is, he's a famous football player. And I know that he plays for Jack's favorite team. Yeah. Colts. Yep. Who are unironically your favorite team, right? You actually right. support them. <laughs> right, yes, yeah, very much favorite Vikings. team. And and Pat McAfee was when he did play was like the light of hope on that team because he was playing in what used to be the most unfamous position, which is just the guy who punts, but Pat McAfee oh, made it made yeah. it cool. So he's revolutionary. Yeah, he he was a superstar man and he was uh he was completely hammered. Corey Graves told me this story that uh, I will tell you guys when I see you in person off the air. I cannot possibly tell it on the air. But uh, but yeah, Pat McAfee went drinking with him. And, and that was definitely uh, what I didn't realize when I was doing it was a highlight. But then I was telling my friends when I came home who are into American football. I was like, oh, there was this like football guy. Like he used to play football. He's kind of like a, he's hanging out with some WWE wrestlers. 
he had like an Irish name. It was like Pat something, or and they were like <laughs> Pat McAfee. That fucking oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah. And then obviously he like he he's blown up more as, since he's been retired, right? Like he wasn't like oh, that yeah. big yeah. football player, but he's like a huge broadcaster now. He's almost as big as Ten K. As, as it's a bit. right, right, yeah, he's, he's getting up there. Not that quite there yet, but yeah, he's he'll almost, get there yeah. one day. One yeah. day. So but, yeah, the, the showing up shit faced, wildly underdressed bit. Is that's my gonna. Bit of the that's week. definitely blew all of our bits out of the water. Yeah, so. that's a top five bit for <laughs> yeah, sure. That, yeah, yeah, we'll throw it up well, in, our, in, in our history of bits. Next time one of us shows up to a party late, or even showing up to a friend group late, or, or like a bar late, and you're hammered, well. It's the Pat McAfee bit. Pat McAfee bit. That's the I Pat like McAfee that. bit, exactly. And I, lo- I am so excited to finally break my not drinking duck when I am with you guys. I have been not drinking yes. since January first, twenty twenty one. I will probably break that when I'm in London in a couple of weeks because they have nightclubs open, so I'll probably have a couple of bevies. But then I will not drink again until I'm in Minnesota, which is not a bit. It's a very true story. <laughs> it's a very real coming. thing that's going to happen, and it's going to so be a long hell of as Sleepy Joe lets me. Yes. Apparently, yes. they were supposed to open the border yesterday, Labor Day, or that's today, right? For you. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, was supposed to be today. today, evidently not. So God knows. Uh, but hopefully, come on, November, fully vaxxed. We, we're going to be at like 80, 90% vax. We're, everyone in fucking Ireland is going to be vaxxed by then. So God willing, Sleepy Joe lets me in and I'll yes. be there. All right. It's going to be a blast. Folks, that's Donna Corby, the MMA Thank and you. boxing journalist from Mirror Fighting, our good friend and co host of 10K MMA. You can listen to him on if you search 10K MMA on any platforms. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all that stuff, as well as their Twitter page, 10K MMA. But Donna, thank you so much again for joining us all the way from Dublin, Ireland, and uh, we'll see you in a few months. Thank you. What a privilege to be on the flagship. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey, Julia, Kirk here. Uh, I think I might need to lift back home. I've had a few too many of the all-you-can-drink milk. I'm not feeling the greatest. All right, folks, welcome back. That was a fun interview with our friend Donna Corby. We're going to close off the show with the canceled bit. We're just going to cancel things we don't like. It's 2021, and you know everyone's canceling everything, so we just figured we're going to get in on the action. So let's start with you, Jake. What do you want to cancel this week? Uh, I'm ca- canceling fish that don't want to bite at all. all right. At all. Because you know what? I spend hours especially on Labor Day weekends. This is applicable probably to Midwesterners and some people in Minnesota. I spend hours waking up early to go fishing. It's not all about uh, It's not all about the fishing. You take in the nature. I like taking in the scenery, so it's not all about that. Like having a couple cocktails out on the open water? A couple cocktails in the water, doing a shotgun with the beer, the hole a little too small. That's a, Wait, a really? sorry, really quick. Do you guys remember that moment of uh, the internship, the movie, where he's he's talking about like selling something to someone. He's like, I take him out on the boat. Next thing he knows, he's bombed on open water. <laughs> That's just what I picture Jake every time he talks about fishing. But sorry. Well, yeah, usually, but you you, you wake up early. You you after maybe a night of drinking to get up early. Like we're gonna catch a fish, and then you spend out there for five, spend five hours out there not catching shit. And you're like, what the hell? I'm doing everything right, looking at the reports, doing the guide stuff, and you can't catch shit. JJ, you're or maybe rid- one fish. You're ridiculous, buddy, because it was about an hour before the show, and I realized you had not filled out your part of the show template for Class- today. Right. Classic cheat. So, so I give you an absolutely ridiculous bit of the week, which I'm sure you remember. Oh, yeah, I deleted that very <laughs> yes, quickly. Yes, I know you did. And then I also filled out your cancel bit, mm-hmm. which you didn't even change. You just used the bit oh, I yeah. put for you. I'm, I'm like, I actually have an, I could actually have an honorary one that I would have put there, but I like the fish that don't bite because I always, I always sit and question, like, why aren't they biting? <laughs> 
I was, they I, sit there. I, why aren't they fucking biting? Aren't they They're hungry? doing fucking everything? I'm up here. Yeah, aren't they hungry? You put a nice, delicious worm in front of them on everything perfectly that you read in the report, and nothing. I literally was just like, hmm, what would Jake be mad about enough to cancel? Yes, it's Fish. true though. But no one would bring that up. It's outside the box. I wouldn't have wrote that down as mad as I am about it because literally, fish, you're an animal, right? You get hungry. Can you eat? I'm putting something. I am following the depth chart. Jake would have okay. canceled like Ohio State for beating the Gophers. Well, that's similar to what I was actually <laughs> oh, going to do. You could cancel was, the guy who I, I was, was targeted I was, at the end of the game. Sort of. I was going to cancel collegiate refs for being biased against the power, power teams in the country. Because, I mean, you see the Alabama game, too. The refs were totally for Alabama. And then Ohio State. I mean, come on. I, I know the Gophers were maybe going to not pull it off. But, like, seriously, that was a fucking targeting. And there was also a block in the back that was missed on that last touchdown. So, fuck the collegiate refs. I'm canceling collegiate refs. Not we, NFL refs yet. Yeah, that might happen in future. We had that tweet that, that did pretty well. It was just a clip of the Ohio State guy targeting the Gopher guy. And it, it blows my mind how many stupid people are on the Internet who, like, are like well, replying to that saying that's not targeting. It's football, or, bro. And, it's football. Well, it's and, that, and then there was the one guy who's like, so what is he just supposed to not try? Like he's trying to impress scouts and get drafted. What? Is he supposed? I'm like, dude, you can fucking hit someone without going head first and impress scouts. It's called a tackle, dude. Just go tackle them, like in the in the. I know I'm not areas. a I know I'm not chest. a football guy. I don't play, but I'm pretty sure that's not how you tackle someone, and the rules do specify that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a guy literally going limp after he gets hit is not supposed to is it's not, not a really true healthy. Football. That's it's not really what a scout wants the game. to see. All, all the people who are saying like it's football, what do you expect? Are the fucking problems? Football is like the only American sport where literally people at the high school level are dying every single year. It's not happening in hockey. It's not even happening in amateur boxing. Well. Why don't we just bring knives on the field and stab each other? It's just football. It's, yeah, it's, it's just football. football. It's, violent, it's yeah. a violent sport. Mm-hmm. You know, why don't we bring weapons on the field and start killing each other? Yeah, it's uh, I remember it's football watching, pussy. What's that? The longest yard with Adam Sandler where like all of their prison like uh, D linemen are putting on like brass knuckles before they're going out there. Like that's what you got to do. It's football. It's violent. I, I, you got to win. I guess that's what people want football to be. Well, I, I would uh, say we have credible sources to back us up. Not only Mike Pereira confirmed it, but our good buddy Dean Blandino, um, both Dino two the very Dreamo. credible sources of rules analysis i should say uh both agreed that was uh uh a targeting yep. yeah so fuck them all right uh zane what do you want to cancel uh i'm gonna cancel mo ibrahim's achilles right well that's already been canceled. no yeah that has been canceled my actual canceling is going to be minnesota vikings twitter every single day i cannot stand it it's someone saying kirk cousins is evil for not getting the vaccination then it's someone else saying kirk cousins is the goat for not getting vaccinated then there's someone saying kirk cousins is going to lead you to the promised land or kirk cousins is going to lead you to the you know the Never worst land. pick for the last for the next 30 kirk cousins years. only performs in garbage time yep exactly and it's literally like who cares just have fun and enjoy the ride we don't need to cry and bitch at each other and be at everyone's throats and talk about plexiglass all fucking year just take it week by week and have fun i'm sure boss man i know that you on your personal twitter you literally mute the words skull and vikings yeah, and all the shit i hate all the people on vikings yes Twitter. because tw- that vikings i hate their viking side i i'd imagine as as human beings personally they're fine but i hate their sports takes 90 well, percent and it also goes from uh, minnesota twitter fans to even the media in minnesota they are from the star tribune to down to us fuck it it's just a bunch of negative assholes yeah who just it seems like they want the fucking they seem like they want every team in minnesota to do bad to self-loathe and they get off on it yeah, yeah. They want us to do bad so they can we can get uh, quote unquote somebody else or a better individual or better player to just run them out of town in three years. Well, dude, and it's hilarious. Like, I I now follow 
the topic of the Indianapolis Colts. So I spend a lot of time now on Colts Twitter. And we are in such a worse position than you guys with injuries and COVID. And we have had the most mm-hmm. up and down roller coaster of an offseason. And people are like pretty positive and they don't fight a lot and they're not very toxic. Carson Wentz is unvaccinated. He came back from his injury and now is in COVID protocols. Was not just false tests. He legitimately has tested positive for it and will miss week one because of it. Our third string quarterback, Sam Ellinger, is hurt. And Jacob Eason is the four starter. If he gets hurt, we're going to have to throw someone else in. And like people are not like killing each other over that. So mm-hmm. it's it's a pretty obvious difference. It's like it's just the way you look at things. And it just seems like Vikings Twitter is so well, fucking what, what do you think caused that? Is just a bunch of people like just being nice all day and kind of suppressing their feelings and it all comes out on Twitter and they're all assholes or what? I, I think that's part of it. I was going to say my only defense for that is that even though there are younger people our age, we have seen so much shit. So much turmoil, so much misery, more than a, a Colts fan base. As, as shitty as you've had some bad years, we Minnesota is one of the worst in all of our sports, one of the most depressing you know, sports cities in, in the country. And I think a lot of these people have just seen so much shit year in and year out. And they want the best for their team, but sometimes they just go way too far, say the dumbest shit. It's like, stop. Let's just it's, enjoy it. It's, it's kind of like someone who's super stressed out because they haven't gotten laid in a while. Yeah. The, a Minnesota sports team just needs to get laid so everyone can relax, and we need to get a championship. Yeah, everybody's just horny. For a Minnesota championship. Yeah, of course, of course. Who is and it? sometimes they choose violence in that process. All right. Uh, I'm going to end this by canceling hay fever allergies because I am a seasonal allergies guy. Um, I've been told that there is a shot you can get annually for allergies. So I want to pause the talk of the COVID vaccine and talk about hay fever allergy shots because I could use one, man. My eyes are fucking itchy all the time. I look like I just smoked a few bowls of crack. If that's Jeez, or yeah. is it is it bowls? What's the terminology for one pipes? I, I smoked one crack. crack. I look. Okay. Dude, I smoke one, the, the, episode, the episode of it's always sunny where they smoke crack. They're like, uh, one please. And he's like, how much would you recommend for a first time user? <laughs> And that's, just like, that's like me talking about hard drugs. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, on allergies, you look like a crackhead. So I'm ready to be done with allergies, and hopefully by canceling them, they will go away. Also, like when you have allergies, you're on a bunch of allergy meds, so you're kind of like out of it as well. So you're like, <laughs> you're looking around you're with high. your bloodshot eyes. So you're right. It looks yeah, like dude. you're a crackhead. I stopped taking Benadryl a while ago because that makes you so fucking tired and loopy. Now I'm a Zyrtec guy, not an official sponsor of the show, yes, but this might be a good segment to sponsor because I will continually cancel allergies till the day I'm in a coffin. Well, I, I don't think I get it as bad as you, Bossman, but I think last week I had it for a couple of days, like right when it kind of cooled down a little bit and it rained a lot because like last week I woke up with like my throat is scratchy, like stuffed up and feel a little tired. It's like, fuck this. And it, it lasts only like a two, couple of days for me, fortunately, but like it's just shitty for a couple of days. It's yeah. like, or maybe I had COVID. No, I did not. And, and I uh, and I take the Flonase shit in the morning, and you have to like, you have to like oh. breathe in as you put it in. And I always like wonder if my roommates think I'm like doing a line before work because I'm there going. <laughs> and then I'm just I come out just looking wired, but it's just because but I woke might, up with allergies. With the roommates you have, you don't have to worry about them thinking that you're doing that. I think it's more vice versa. But they might right. think you're cool. You want people to think you're in in the bathroom doing drugs yeah, before work, doing drugs yes. before working from home. Drugs are key. Oh yeah, you going on that, that, fir- IT on. that first yeah. meeting? Hey guys, what's going on? All right, let's fucking go. Hey, it's fucking Monday morning. morning. Let's get mobilized, bitch. Come on, let's go. Come on, what are those bitch. reports? Give me the reports, up. Becky. Give them the reports. Becky, 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 Becky on Skype. Becky, Becky, Becky. That's Becky, a weird Becky, fucking Becky, name. Becky, Becky, just oh my god, oh, dude. Imagine we joke, but there are definitely people who do oh, yeah. cocaine before working from home. Oh yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's another good episode of It's a Bit. Do you guys have anything else before we finish off this episode? No, uh, besides tune into our show this Saturday on KFN, it's a bit radio, uh, 96.7 or the iHeartRadio app. 
The fan plus. The fan. Dude, we sh- we should uh because they don't really have like a, a very um like standardized way of saying like KFAN plus, we should make one for them where it's like KFAN plus. We should, and then like slowly fades. Yes. Addition, and then and then and then we bring it back in by going, "Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to KFAN Plus." That 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 that's the next episode right there. It's just it's blank. This is everyone just jizzing in their cars because they're just <laughs> so turned on by the ASMR. <sighs> just getting a DWM, a driving while masturbating ticket. It's one you do not want to get on your record because you will not get a job for that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. I mean, I was able to get a school bus job after that, but that's just me. <laughs> Pays well. It does. Child Services has entered the chat. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to end it on that note. Thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of the It's a Bit podcast. You can find us on all social media platforms, 10K Takes, 10K Takes 1 on Twitter. You can go to our website, 10ktakesmn.com. Uh, there is the blog. The shop, we do have new blue shirts in stock. If you are a big fan of ours, we are selling them for, I think, 15 bucks a piece with uh, and then $4 for shipping, standard shipping. So get your 10K logo tees and please sign up for the golf tournament. If, if, if you're looking for people, if you have like three and need a fourth or even have two and need two more, we have plenty of people that are looking for teams. So shoot us a DM on anything and let us know if you want to play in it, but you're looking for players. Wait, let's do some role play quick. I'm a douchebag, and me and three other friends of mine, we want to sign up for uh, the golf tournament. Where do we go, and what do we do? You can go to 10ktakesmn.com, and there's a tab at the top on the far right that says 10K Invitational. You click on that. You enter in all four of your players' names, including your team handicap, which is each player's handicap you know, added together to be a sum of your total handicap. And then you just pay your $440 up front. That's all going to go to the Jason and Carly Give 16 Foundation. And then you're good to go. You show up that day on the on the 30th, and you, you have fun. What's I, up, I like this role play. Yeah. Say I'm a Packers fan, and I want to enter this tournament. Where do I go? You're allowed to. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, here's a gun. You guys, you guys, we're going we're gonna to choose money over our own personal biases no, any day of the week. That's we, what that's what being corrupt is all about. We invite everybody. We want to rise up. taking money over your personal beliefs and values. I'm an alien, and I want... I'm just joking. Stop. Stop, Jake. Stop. Dude, fucking it's stop, over. Dude, dude. Shut the fuck up. All right. Thanks all for listening to It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes, and we will see you later. Peace.